0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
1: What about this for an exacter for your last hour? Brown into Warner. So the three-time superstar, premiership-winning Brisbane Lion Key Ford, into the Super Bowl-winning Kurt Warner.
2: And what about this somebody in anticipation of Brownie coming on? What a likeable, relatable superstar.
1: No, that was about Pap. Oh, I got that right. (laughs) Hey, Brownie. (laughs) Hello, boys. How are you?
0: (laughs) Good to see you. Tell you what, I'm very excited this morning when I woke up and... The Wisp says you need to have a high level of intelligence to be a key forward. Yeah, like no, that. One, that's the best statement you made. Finally. More of that on talking footy,
2: please. Always, always, always have I thought that. But I there before we get yes, I have. Before we get to all that though, I want to know how you managed to get out of the car park so swiftly last <laughs> night from Icon Park. Well, it was like, uh, Gary, I, I heard uh, obviously the pre, pre-game,
0: they wouldn't let Gary into <laughs> the car park pass, Gary just tried to throw his weight around, but then on the way out, knowing Gaz had been frustrated on the way in, I thought I'm just going to lead him into the race <laughs> nicely, and uh, I lasted about a minute, and well, the patience got the best of me, then I just veered left, shot through the car park, you know it was a like days of thunder. <laughs> <You know laughs> what? Robin, Robin's
1: racing, Harry. It was like it was like a uh, a trotting race, right, and the... <laughs> The, the barrier, barrier and the arms had gone back yep. and then the car's just there and there was a gap. Yep. And I needed to take the gap, but I couldn't because I was too close yeah. to the car in front of me. Yeah. And the big fella just said, leave that to me. <laughs> and away he went. I found
0: the sprint lane And I, <laughs> right, I just got into his
1: slipstream and let him. And I thought, if, he, if if we get a bad rap for cutting anyone off here, I'm just going to say, well, I was just following yes. Brownie. So um, there you go. That's hey, good. it was a good night last night for the the, uh, the two teams that had a bit of a hit out.
0: Good that footy's back, guys. Yeah, it was a beautiful night for it. Obviously, the goal kicking wasn't... Uh, well, it probably hasn't changed much to what we've seen for the last 20 years. But uh, it, was, it was good to see the boys out there. A pretty good dress rehearsal. Collingwood was sharp, weren't they? So, the takeaway is that Collingwood's still going to be up there mm. again. And Richmond... Uh, well, where's Richmond at? You know, it's always... I've been part of this. It's hard to rebound off the back of a dynasty. And it is the end of a yeah. dynasty because their coach has gone to coach somewhere else. And uh, obviously, you've got ageing superstars. You've had a couple that have retired in Rewald and Koch. And so, just Sh- what's the next level mm. coming through with? So, what did you learn
2: from that experience
0: then? Uh, look, I agree with Gaz. They've got some impressive big guys, some young guys. Impressed with gibkiss especially. I like the Bolter experiment down the other end. The challenge for me always is your engine room, you know. Now, can you replace superstars? Mm. Uh, with young midfielders coming through. So I think that's the watch on Richmond for me has always been, uh, well, certainly the last two or three years, okay, what's who's the next young sort of A-grade class midfielder coming But
2: they've through? looked at that. So they've yeah. got Taranto in there, they've got Hopper, yeah. they've recruited those guys yeah. in the last 18 months. Yeah. Are they going to be the fillers that they need or not? Well, what are they, about 25, 26? Yeah, they're in
0: the, they're in the right age bracket. Yeah, they are. The Courier club always needs to be drafted though, and I think history has proven that. Um, so can a Thompson Dow come through to be that elite level (laughs) midfielder and, uh, and whoever else can young Jack Ross, he didn't get much of an opportunity, but he might be 23 as well. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the level. So they do need Taranto and Hopper to be there. Um, I think Taranto, you're right. He's, he's more of an accumulator. He's not your X factor type midfielder. So you just want to see some class there. So I think that's going to be the watch on the tigers.
1: Tell us about... So, you've gone through what you guys went through, you've won your three, and then all of a sudden, you're not the best team yeah. in the comp, you're not the big dogs. How do you deal with that? The psyche, um, yeah, you're the captain then, so you're going to take over mm. the group. I mean, so that's some of the challenges that are facing this Richmond group at the minute.
0: Well, the challenge for us was obviously the lobster wasn't good enough, and we took uh the Murphy family out, uh, but we, we needed a good young star <laughs> midfielder, and Mark Murphy's the <laughs> Father son eligible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um and we took Johnny Murphy and How'd you uh, miss that? Well, we took him to the, the best restaurant in the best seafood restaurant in Brisbane. Waylon was had... there and Gubby was there <laughs> and whoever else was there. And mate, the lobsters were unbelievable. It might have something to do with I took him out of the casino afterwards. He was underage and we lost all his money. <laughs> so no wonder he signed a card. But there you go, guys. We couldn't replace the Vosses yeah. and uh, the Lappins and How were you gonna do those? Like they were generational, well, exactly players, right. weren't they? Would have helped if Mark Murphy came on for a little oh, free it, that's for it, it sure. would have
2: but then you know when you when you set the bar yeah. that high and you've got that great oh, like they're probably acknowledged as maybe the greatest band of midfielders that have ever played the game yeah
0: absolutely no question about it so that that is the challenge and can you can you find that next next level to come through mm. and, and connect and I do like the I do like the philosophy of the Adam moves I I think it's the right thing it's the right thing for Damien Hardwick and Richmond to be able to try and reset the group and try and freshen the group up and move in another direction. And Adam Muse respectfully has come in and said, right, we're not going to try and get back, get back to what it was. We need to create our yeah. own uh, destiny and our own history. And I really like that. And I think that's also good for the veterans that are currently there yeah. in a, in a D- Dustin Martin, um, you know, Dylan Grimes, these sorts of guys. And we didn't have that, you know, Lee was probably around for another four or five years and, there's always that thing in the locker room that is that feeling of, ah, oh, we can get back. Mm. We can get back. You're never getting back.
2: Who came after Lee as the coach? Vossi. Vossi. Now, would you, can, I, can I just yeah. ask this question about that? Because I thought, I yeah. thought it was Vossi. I just want to make sure yeah. and clarify it was Vossi. But Vossi has been through sort of Lee as the coach. So mm. you, maybe you didn't get a great change. You've almost no. got the same type of coach with the same philosophy. you have to be
1: influenced by Lee. In what you're going
2: it, exactly. Out. So yeah. would it have been better for you for at that time I'm just talking yeah. about you, yeah. okay? And I know you go mates with Vossi and that type of thing. So I'm not asking you to no, criticize no, him, no, but no. would it have been better for you as a player, maybe the other had they gone and got somebody from Absolute. outside the Brisbane line? I, I think whole of Club, no doubt. And in fairness to Vossi, he won a he won a
0: final in his first year as coach. Mm. Um no But the, you know, there was some some poor list decisions were made, you know, in the ensuing years, yeah. obviously, which affected Uh, Vossi and and the success of the team. But you're right, you're spot on. And that's what I like about the move with Uze coming in because it does change Mm. and it does freshen up and does, uh, as a veteran, make you look through uh, a different lens with your football. Um, So, and that's really important, really important and help you round out your game and 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 help maybe make it make you harder to play against. Mm. Um, so yes, absolutely, I agree with that because I had Vossie Yep. and then I had Lepper. Now I know Lepper went away, but it's still they're going to be heavily heavily influenced by Lee Matthews, exactly. Who obviously I was heavily mm. influenced by. So you're spot on.
1: Brownie's in the studio for well because we love him, but and, and was there last night. But we started talking last week about footy in Queensland, and then we had. Couple of messages, mm-hmm. and then the temper text went nuts about people who are listening up in Queensland. And I did hear about this. Backing up, our text me? Yeah. It's
0: surprisingly, there's more listeners than you think up north. <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> that is true.
2: Well, I, I'd come back from the Gold Coast, so I went up there it, yeah. Yeah, for, for a day, and I, and I couldn't believe what I saw. Like the that's right. The general excitement and all the people and the kids that were around. That's the what he was interviewing? And, uh dimmer in his life, He's, it, he's big it? in oh, the Gold Coast.
0: Did cast? you have socks on? Anyway, we'll put Did pass. you have socks on when you interviewed him? No, I didn't. He, he was big
1: from the, when they had the Commonwealth Games, and he went up and lived on his own for fourteen that was, days.
2: That was the right. And ate at the
1: same Chinese restaurant. Dimmer
2: said I couldn't come up and interview him unless I didn't have socks on and looked like like I was one of the locals. Well, but, the, but there's a general. There's yeah. there, there's a lot of excitement. And then talking to the locals about mm. what was going on up there, and um, you know they're trying to focus on you know winning, not marketing the game up there mm. and expand the game. But the extension of that is that. The game is really healthy in Queensland.
1: So just before you answer that, so people may, most would know, but you moved back. So you've been down here for for a long time and you got Jack and uh, you had the kids and now for the reasons that are perfect for your family, you've gone back and you're living up on the coast and now they're getting immersed in life up there. And I think you've been taken by surprise that AFL footy is a massive part of that.
0: Absolutely, and uh, I've been taken by the fact that I'm a, I'm a bloody ordinary fisherman. So yeah, I'm so Jack around get and out. Jack Brown. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's an angler. He's yeah. a boxer. He's an angler. He's a wakeboarder. This and, is your boy. Yeah, this is my boy. Yeah, <laughs> and anyway, lives a fo- that, lives a footballer. Lives a footballer. Say. So do <laughs> If you're a Brisbane Lions supporter,
2: don't <laughs> hold your breath for Jack Brown to come <laughs> your so He might be a late developer. That's he could too.
1: He's boxing though. <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. he might be a world champion. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He nearly knocked a kid out of school yesterday. So
2: pull up, son. But you uh, should see him in a go kart. It's amazing the way that he can <laughs> get through the traffic.
1: But, but li- Olivia but, Brown's yeah. the one. So give us your experiences yeah. up there. What's it? What's it looking like?
0: Well, it is, and obviously there's been a lot of investment there, but they've infiltrated the schools and. I heard Ben Eikens' comments, yeah. and I subscribed to that. Ben Eikens, the boss of the rugby league up in Queensland, and he was critical of rugby league in general for not investing in the game. And obviously, Andrew Dillon has made it clear that the AFL is going to invest heavily in grassroots mm. football. And obviously, New South Wales and, and South East Queensland have been at the core of that, no doubt about it. But they've invested heavily in the schools, especially in the Gold Coast region. And my daughter, Olivia, she's in the Gold Coast Sons Academy, which is now overseen by uh, Reece Shaw. So that's really impressive. But the fact that they're now getting into the schools. So she does AFL as a subject. Mm. Can you believe it? Mm. And, uh, and she's from the school where three yes. first-round draft picks. Now, you'd struggle to find a school in Australia that's had three first-round draft so picks. So that's the they, Jed here, Walter
1: and Ethan Reed? Absolutely. Palm
0: Beach, Currumb. Hang so, on. just She does AFL as a subject. As a subject. Uh, now, they have, they have full-time coaches there. Uh, she does four days a week. It's unbelievable. So it starts on a Monday morning at eight o'clock and another three days at school where they do two de- they they have their four double periods of AFL as a subject. And it's not what about that. It's not oh, theory where you're learning to be a player yeah. manager or learning to be, you know, a dietitian within the industry or whatever it may be. This is actually to be a footballer. This is to be an elite football. Is that
1: now is that just at that school, which sounds to me like the Assumption College of the Gold Coast. It's a mm. footy factory, now or is that across schools. the board? There is
0: other schools. So there's other schools on the Gold Coast. There's schools in uh Brisbane. Luke Hodges, young fellow who's an all Australian, he's about fifteen young coop. He's a star and obviously they will have a choice to make with father son or um, you know, he'll be eligible under the Brisbane Lions yep. Academy to play for Brisbane. So, um, so there it's is awful school starting to Just away. drove, just no, drove yeah, off have the road out it, at Waverly yeah. on the way to training. <laughs> You've killed <laughs> that well, off, yes. Horne. Uh, so, yes, no. The, to answer your question, and obviously the the move west. Now, Brisbane is really growing west. So there's a lot of new schools out at Springfield where the Brisbane yeah, Lions right. are based. And obviously, with all the new schools popping up, what do you think the code's going to be? The AFL's going to throw a huge amount of money at at those formative schools or those schools in their formative years to say, hey, we want AFL to be the main uh, sport Mm. here. Um, So I guess that's how it's going to happen because essentially you're trying to grow the talent base, aren't you? And then because that's under the the zones of the Brisbane Lions or the Gold Coast, they get first dibs at them. And the the Suns and the Lions know about that Mm. in years ahead because I think you know, I think lives school this year alone. They last year they might have had three or four kids in the under sixteen team. They're in the, the All Australian team or right. in All, all Australian yeah. contention. So yeah. the Suns would know that. Yep. So they'd be getting their draft in order mm. over the next couple of years to make sure they have got the points required to take all those kids like they did this year in the draft. Cheers, hope,
1: hope Ben Iken's not I mean. <laughs> listening to this. He'll have attack. Stay here, Brownie. Um, it's a it's a fascinating chat, and um, I think you're painting a. Very rosy picture from an AFL point of view up there in Queensland, which is great to hear. and the challenges for the NRL, uh, many p- pushhead ahead. Pete will get a hold of this and uh, he'll respond. But we have got to get a break. We'll come back with Brownie after this.
0: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
1: We've got Big Johnny Brown in the studio with us. He's talking Queensland footy, and uh, again our timber text machine's going nuts, backing up exactly what he's saying. Uh, we just moved up to Brisbane. Though my girls weren't interested in footy in Wodonga, within two weeks up here, they're both signed up for Auskick and their involvement in the school is unbelievable. And then Chris from Castlemaine says, Boys, is Browning talking about public schools or private? If he's talking pop public, jeepers, we're missing the boat. No, that's why right. it's public. That's why we're taking the kids to Europe at the end of the year.
0: <laughs> 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 on the my fees. school bill's just gone down <laughs> dramatically. It's <laughs> magnificent. Obviously, we were here in Melbourne a couple of years ago, but I should also mention, too, my old school, Emmanuel College, where Uh, Noel Muggevin, uh, my uncle, and uh, former Richmond and Fitzroy player. Noel was there a teacher for a long time, and Dad was as well. They've had a footy academy for the best part of 20 years. Had two boys drafted this year. So it's not only happening in in, in, uh, Queensland. I've got to acknowledge that.
2: So do you reckon uh, there might be some people out there listening who've got son, daughters with a little bit of talent? They might be thinking, you know what? We need a bit of a change. Maybe we move up to Queensland. and The best opportunity for our kid to get the best coaching, the best nurturing, great opportunities be in that part of the world?
0: Well, it, it might be. It's certainly a bit cheaper up there, uh, Wisp, but uh, yeah, there's there's a heavy focus on it. Now, clearly, it's an AFL philosophy, mm. and, and it's it's working. And I think COVID, there's no doubt the COVID season up there really helped push mm. the code. There's no question about that. And, uh, but because it
1: became the epicentre of It became Oakley. the
0: epicentre of AFL, and of course, uh, Richmond won the premiership at the Gab at that time. But uh, yes, you do have to have the junior, de- junior development, but now is the time, and... The AFL has seen that, in, that they need to make sure the Suns, the senior team, obviously the Brisbane Lions are going well, but the senior team for the Suns needs to start to be competitive. And that's why the Damien Hardwick appointment is so vital. And uh, is he
1: is he lifted the profile? Like if, say, yeah. the papers situation or...?
0: Well, it's always been relatively strong on the Gold Coast because there's a lot of Southerners there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're just yearning for a team to be competitive. Oh. And say so all this crap about, you know, professional teams have never worked on the Gold Coast, well... Um, the, the Gold Coast Suns will fix that theory. I've got no doubt about it. As they start to get more and more homegrown talent through there, clearly Damien Hardwick's an elite coach who knows how to get it done. They will be essentially the first sporting team on the Gold Coast to be able to start to be competitive and start mm. to be a, a regular finals contender, I would have thought.
2: All anyone wants to know that uh, listens to this program, and uh, we often talk about the little show on a Monday night, they want to know whether or not the premiership window is going to be back (laughs) this year.
0: The premiership window? Well, I... What I, I like the premiership uh, window, but I like when it's matched up with a walk and talk. Yeah, yes, and, uh, yeah I felt yeah. as if Gary yeah. last year he dropped year, off
2: very quickly. with Not enough. The yeah, there was not enough walk and talk. He
0: opened up the season with that's it. And I thought This is going to be magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get the walk and talk oh. every week or two. And uh,
2: I thought he, he was going to walk into his backyard at some <laughs> stage no, and go through all these just plants. these
0: bar ass on that couch. <laughs> I want to get up and I want to see a walk and talk. They <laughs> yeah. no, were in the new slot, seven thirty prime, prime time. You got a new Mate, slot, prime new time. Absolutely. So that's later than
1: last. Year, isn't it? Well, it's gone it for. Depends whether you watched it at 6:30, 6:30 or 8.30. Yeah, exactly we were on both Why
0: slots. Why did we go Where? back? Did they want us in prime time? Did they? Yeah. Yeah, okay, question.
2: And apparently you've been doing a lot of rehearsing over the break as well. So there's some whole new bits and pieces that <laughs> yes. are going to be added to the couch. We're coming in fresh.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure we've gonna of them. Hey, sure. hey. Oh, hey, Do we actually know who's on it? It's not broke, don't
1: fix it, Brownie. He, That's is what bucks, those is bucks back? I don't know. We'll find out when we. Well, oh, I'm yeah. just going to roll into the couch and see who's sitting on, all, on it. Right. you don't run, know.
2: Though. You don't know where the Bucks is going to be part of it. I this don't know if Bucks is even back. So well, what about about Rui? You're not going to fly Rui, Maybe
1: we got a Fox sluv in today, actually, so maybe we'll find out today. We wouldn't rush into it.
2: No, I wouldn't rush. You're talking footy on a Wednesday night. On a Wednesday night. Before we get there, though, but you're going to have – got the rock star who's joined the stable this year, uh, Jack Jack Revolt. Yes. Do you actually take him through some sort of a hazing or initiation process uh, now that he's joined the Fox – Oh, Camp geez, officially. We might
0: leave that up to Chief. but uh, yeah. Yeah, He'll right run up about. and get
2: us coffee and
1: um, lunch. Uh, yeah, he'll go and do the lunch, right? He's fond of running. Remember he ran, around, ran to the train station <laughs> that time and jumped the fence? <laughs>
0: yeah. We might get him <laughs> to recreate that for us. i uh, 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 have... way to introduce him. But no, we're looking forward to it.
1: We are. Big fella, it's great to have you in here. And we love it. We'd love you to be a semi-regular with us. We can't afford it. You'd have to do it on the nod. But uh, any time you want to have a chat with us, we'd love to. Where's Pang, by the way? Well, you, you two have joined it, it
0: there. we just had a bit of feedback. He was just on his way to the boxing gym. He's boxing now. Oh, I know. a Bit mate. of fitness work and uh, a bit of feedback the for you, Bank. Wisp. He, he said, tell tell Tim to start promoting Front Bar. We've got Mel Meninga on tomorrow night. We've got Kathy on Freeman here. on. Stop talking about talking footy and promoting his little show. Start yeah. talking about the big show. Which-
2: Do you know when Gary flies up North, up to Queensland, he actually signs a autograph, says Mel Meninga." Oh. <laughs> I'm just a person out there but making sure that I was. Is that
0: Is he still thinking about he's going he's into he's politics?
1: political—that's <laughs> the length of his
2: political career.
0: <laughs> only, only beaten by Bill Brownless. Is that, exactly. When Jeff Kennedy tried to get. Hey, uh,
2: thanks for coming in. Yeah. We got to—we're uh, pushing oh, on quickly because we okay. to get the Kurt Warner. Oh, I know we do, but just quickly, Roeville uh, Sports Academy is where Boris uh, works. Boris Darren Buick—that's yeah, yeah, where he, that's he works. He said that they got five drafted last year. There you go. So well, that's Boris, been a good score
0: no, in the first
1: round. Five. We'll cop, that, no. cop that back at you, <laughs> Boris. Oh, come <laughs> get on, get Boris. back to us. <laughs> hey, good on you, Brownie. Good to Got see it. you, Chip. Best boys, uh, Jonathan Brown in the studio. We are a little bit earlier. We're going to take another break, and then Kurt Warner's going to join us.